sometimes the goal for someone is to accept themselves. And that's a really big goal. And what people don't realize is that once they can accept themselves, then and only then can they decide what outward goals are actually in alignment with what they want and then actually achieve them. Here we go, everybody. Welcome to this week's episode of Goals Do Come True with me, Doug Bennett. And today I'm joined by Dan Laporte. And he's based across the pond, uh, seems to be the way. I'm, I'm on a Facebook group and everybody over there wants to uh, come and share their love. And this is Papa Bear's perspective on life and goals And I'm just going to hand over to Dan and he can tell us a little bit more about himself. And and just because the video will be out there, but this guy, he's a bear. (laughs) He's a handsome dude with the biggest beard you're ever likely to see. So so Dan, over to you, mate. Oh, it's funny. I just lightened it up, actually. That's all. Thanks for the introduction. Thanks for having me on. I'm, I'm really excited to be here. Introduction should be short and sweet. It's basically do two things. My focus is two things is bringing people understanding of how to work through their limiting beliefs and the other understanding of how to take care of yourself and get yourself to a place where you vibrate high enough to show up in the world the way you want to show up. There's sort of two things and I find it, it aligns really well with the goals do come true because what I think that people who set their sights on goals and can achieve them over and over and over again, it's all because they have a process and they have a process that works and they know what to do when they're stuck. They know what to do when it's going well. They know what to do to keep themselves from getting stuck. You have this sort of patterns you follow or sort sort of structure, if you will. I feel that these two things that I specialize in led like really well to to what we're talking about today, which is how goals really do come true as long as you have the right tools. Excellent. So we'll dive straight in there then. So what tool do you use to make goals happen for you and the people that you work with? Goals are are intuitive, if, uh, if that makes sense to you. So whenever a goal kind of objective or something comes to me, I'll call it intention. I set, I envision it. It'll sometimes come to me several times and eventually I'll say, okay, that's it. This I'm at a point in my life where this is the, the thing that I want to go after right now. And then I write it down somewhere and then I, I go for it. So it you know, intuitively comes to me. And then once that's happened, there's a process of reflection and planning and organization that has to go into place to sort of get clear on what that goal actually means to you. Because when it's a vision in your head, you have to figure out how to make it concrete. There's the first step is always just figuring out what that looks like, how you're going to do it, and then organizing the action steps so that they're in a, probably everyone knows this, but in a bite-sized portion so that you don't get, you know, too caught up in spinning on the spot. And then There's always going to be obstacles or I call them opportunities along the way where you have uh, a fear that'll come up and it'll, it won't look like a fear, won't feel like a fear. It's going to feel like an obstacle. And so that's where the limiting beliefs training comes into play because you can assess why you're stuck in this position, why this is happening and what you can do about it to move forward. So that personal responsibility aspect which is where a lot of people can get stuck and feeling like something is happening to them instead of for them. 
And then ultimately like seeing it through to the end and knowing that you keep the goal, this stays the same. And it's really the plan that changes if it has to. We can go deeper on all the different levels, but that's it in a nutshell, if that makes sense. We like nutshells and we like deep too. We do like deep, mainly because the goal setting side of things, it, you just got to start. And something that you said that made me go back to the first time I discovered this, and I was writing my goals on a day-by-day basis in a little notebook. And I wasn't referring to the ones the day before. So just rewrite, rewrite. And it's something that you were saying. I connected with it in so much as the goal will come through and it will come through and it will come through. And if you're not writing it down, you you do. It will keep coming back to remind you that it's there and you just got to catch it. Yeah. You just got to, oh, I've heard this four times now. In whatever format that you've heard it, it might just be a, an intuition, a gut feel, or or something like that. So it's going to keep coming back. So just find some way to make a note of it. And I noticed that you said that you did that. Then you're away. But I do also like bite-sized chunks because that is the only way to eat an elephant, as they say. Exactly. <laughs> you got it. One of the things that I, I like that point you just touched on, I think we can go, I think there is more to it because... I remember a point in my life where I was doing like yourself as well. And it was the to-do list or the goal list was just adding up and adding up. And I didn't want to forget anything. Then it became so overwhelming that I wasn't getting anything done. You're just getting more and more stuck. You're adding more elephants to the pile instead of just starting. Like you said, instead of just starting and taking a bite. And one of the things I've done is leaned very hard into my intuition and into my spirituality in the last few years. And I've allowed myself to come to peace with the things that I can't control, which people don't, the, the people that I work with don't realize that once you let go of that, that, that need for organization and perfection, you will give yourself space to breathe. You give yourself space to hear your gut, your, what do you call it? Gut feelings. I call it intuition, but you give yourself the space to hear that. But when your mind is too busy all the time, you don't get that direction that's coming from, in my belief, from a higher place that's sort of guiding us all to, you know, to a higher good or, or a better self, if you will. Hey, I'm all for higher selves and energies. And, and some people will call it a God. Mm-hmm. And there are lots of gods around the world in the different religions and all the rest of it. And I see it as a, a source of energy. And I come to terms with that. When we're talking about people need to give it a physicality as such, but to me, it's an energy and just be good, send out the good vibes and they'll come back in spades, invariably. That's what I found over the years and years. And I've been around for a few more years than you. So, so exciting for you because you're there already. You're getting that feeling. So that's cool. Now, so tell us a little bit about your background then. I like this Papa Bear's perspective because and I, I, you know, I've been online, I've been stalking you a little bit on Facebook and, you know, seeing there's a little bit of information there on your, on your Facebook profile, but I've seen weightlifting. Well, thanks for asking. First of all, I love it. I, I appreciate the stalking as well, but so my, so popular's perspective is fairly new still. It's we, the last few years of business have been being like tossed around in a washing machine, if you will, because I was not very long ago, I owned a physical gym, physical building where I was a personal trainer that was, I owned the business as well. I ran group fitness classes. That whole thing came to be where from a start as a strength athlete. So myself, I was a power lifter and a strong man. And I did that competitively for quite a long time. 
And I eventually decided to open a gym because there was, I saw a need for it and it was extremely well. So my focus and my strength, if you will, was in teaching people how to move functionally. And to, I was a strength coach as well. So I taught people how to prevent injuries and how to rehab injuries and how to get really strong physically and, and stay injury free. I mean, I found a lot of passion and a lot of accomplishment in doing that. And I had actually went in and expanded the business and opened up a new section. And nine days later, we ended up being forced to close with the COVID here in Ontario. With the with our, our sort of plan in place to sort of build this gym up for a year and then step away from it and have it managed and move on to something new, sort of got flipped on its head. And we were sort of like, do we sit on our hands and wait for the government to tell us what we can and can't do? Or do we get to work? Yeah, I got to work and uh, things started shaping up and we we're like, you know what, it's time to it's time to move on. So we closed the gym down and that was a whole process, obviously. And we really focused in on trying to hone in who we were going to be and what we we're going to do. And so it is fairly new after all the, the, the research and development and all that type of stuff. We're finally hitting the ground running. And so now here I am trying to help out dads, especially. I do work with a lot of women, but there's just this difficulty in conversation for a lot of men, not all men, but for a lot of men to just open up, talk about what they believe, talk about what they feel. So I've always been lucky to be able to sort of connect with men for whatever reason, that strength background, you know, had would have a lot of men look up to me in a sense, Yeah, but I've also been able to be vulnerable for them to sort of open up, which is not common in a lot of people. So I've been blessed with that. And so here I am helping people work through limiting beliefs and how to take care of themselves. If that makes sense. Yeah, no, that's good. That That's good. And it's good to see because I think we're, we're on a Facebook group together and every other post for a guest request is empowering women. It is good to see somebody that wants to empower men in a different sort of format because, you know, obviously we're powerful anyway, allegedly, according yeah. not. Not that we rule the world or anything, because we certainly don't. I appreciate that women are immensely more capable of ruling this world and making sure it works better for us. Because I, th- I, th- I think dads, all of a sudden, you know, you get married, you're the center of your world and, and your partner's world. And then all of a sudden, this little being comes in and becomes the center of everybody's world. And, and you drift out a little. So it's a little bit confusing, I think. And there's no manual which says that this is going to happen. And then oh, all of a sudden you're down the pecking order on things. Now, do you use goals with your with your guys, basically? You know, or do you get them, you know, visualizing and or, or is it written down? Goals. I think what we usually wind up doing when, we, when I first sit down with someone is they are they're totally lost if that, I don't know if this resonates with you, but the world spinning around them, like you said, this little being comes in and all of a sudden your whole world is flipped on its head and you still haven't figured out how to stop your world from spinning. So a lot of times when they come in, we set an intention. So it's the first intention is to sort out the goal setting process and we slow it right down. So the first thing we do is we do a lot of reflection and a lot of People need a lot of help with reflection because it involves them looking at things that make them uncomfortable. So we start out with reflection and sometimes we'll spend sometimes just the first couple of sessions just getting to know each other just le- so that they can open up and feel like they can actually talk about what's making them uncomfortable because often they don't want to talk about it. They don't even want to think about it themselves, let alone let it out of the box. 
And you probably understand or are familiar with sort of the power of letting fear and guilt and shame out of the box and getting it out into the open and not just having it inside and sort of communicating it to someone is very powerful because it lets it lets go of some of the pressure off the top. Absolutely. And it's the sort of thing that it's difficult to do that with your significant other. Oh, yeah. Oh, because, yeah. Because, you know, you're demonstrating weakness. But it isn't weakness, actually. Being able to share with somebody is a strength. If, if you can do it properly mm-hmm. and without shame and guilt and all of the other things that come along with it, because, you know, we're supposed to be capable and dynamic, uh, all of those things, not vulnerable. And if you're sharing this sort of stuff, you're demonstrating vulnerability. So that takes a lot of courage in, in the first instance. So kudos to you if you can pull that out of people. Absolutely. Yeah, it's very, uh, it's one of those things that, I mean, as much as I want to help people, if they can't do that for themselves, if they can't dig deep and find that power to go look for that stuff and pull it up, then we're not going to work together. It's just not, I'm going to be starting to pull my hair out because I'm going to be trying to dig, trying to chip away at some concrete that's just not given away. Yeah, so yeah. That's the beginning part. And, and I, I totally agree with you on the men thing. It's just the way we're shaped. It's just the way we're programmed, if you will, as children. It's, I know it's changed as well over the, the years. Like I know like that younger men growing up are having different issues to deal with uh, nowadays. And I'm also very aware that women have a lot of issues that, they need to deal with because they get programmed with with all these limiting beliefs that don't serve them as well. That's sort of important to acknowledge. And I think you did in saying, but what we need to do as men, and we said back to that group that we're a part of, is to be able to say, women have their own journey, men have their own journey. And you know, just because one group may feel oppressed doesn't mean that the other group isn't oppressed. It's mm-hmm. just it's, and maybe even oppression is probably not even the right word, but we all face our own challenges. And yeah. so let's just accept and love everyone and just accept and embrace the fact that we all have our own challenges. And so ah, this is why when we talk about goals, I find what I've come to learn was that the world in general is always focused on, on outward goals, on achieving a certain amount of money or acquiring a new vehicle or a new job or whatever it is, but it's always outward. It's never like a you know what? And even if they do turn it back to themselves and say, okay, what can I do to improve myself? They're not thinking deep enough. They're thinking, I want to lose, you know, 10 pounds, or I want to go to the barber and get my hair done. So I look good. It's not, it's still surface to an extent. It's still not digging into that. Where's all this coming from? And so when you're talking about the issues of, let's say religion or, or whatever it is, that's a big issue out there. And, and the things that people really struggle to come together and love themselves on, uh, this is, these are all the things that we do in this goal setting process is it's going to look different than it will to most people, because sometimes the goal for someone is to accept themselves. And that's a really big goal. And what people don't realize is that once they can accept themselves, then the, and only then can they decide what outward goals are actually in alignment with what they want and then actually achieve them. If that makes sense to you. No, absolutely, absolutely. You know, I, I, I'm totally getting this. There was a stage there with the goosebumps. And that is the thing. We, we do have to get down to our core and find out really what our purpose is because we all have one. That's the thing. We all have something that is intrinsically us that the rest of the world or as much of the rest of the world that we can influence 
And obviously with Zoom and technology and podcasts and or everything, you, you can influence considerably more people these days than you used to be able to, which is the incredible thing about all of this. But yeah, people need to find out what their essence is, I think, and, and then find something along the way that they can maybe earn money from using their essence. And they're never having to work a day in their lives because they're just in enjoyment. I love it. When two different people look at the world, they see it very differently. And that is 100% based on their individual beliefs that they formed as a style of, as a version of programming as children. So one of the things that, that gets me all the time is you'll see two artists looking at a painting. And let's say, I, and I had this example because it's a personal example that I've experienced with someone. And two people are looking at a painting of a man with a child. And one of them sees a man that is scolding a child. And the other one sees a man looking down to give comfort to a child who is maybe in need of it. And that is just the, the exact representation of what those people believe and feel and inside of themselves. And so when we come down to this, let's just treat everyone with love. When we don't love ourselves, when we don't aren't willing to be accepting to ourselves or compassionate to ourselves or patient with ourselves, we are not capable of doing that on the outside as well. That first most important part to sort of get the ball rolling, if you will. On yourself. Yeah. Yeah. I like that. And I mean, another perspective on that, people have opinions on things and, and you have to agree with them because they've only got their opinions based upon their own life experiences. And your opinion will be different because it's based on your life experiences. And so they, they, you can't argue with people about things. Yes, some people are clearly wrong, <laughs> but, but you need to be able to share stuff with them so you can bring them around to your way of thinking potentially in the nicest possible way. But no, you're right. In so much as you can see the same thing and see it completely differently because it's based upon your own perspective. Don, I like that. I'm loving this conversation, by the way. It's deep and it's beyond it's beyond goal setting. It's in, intrinsic in you as a person or a one, as a person to be able to achieve anything in life. And I, I like the idea of pulling yourself back, finding out about you so that the goals that you then go for are more meaningful mm -hmm. for yourself. So I like that. No, I, I do like that. I like to ask the question about big, hairy, audacious goals. Right. Okay. And Papa Bear is going to have some big, hairy, audacious goals because he's big and hairy anyway. I'm imagining that the Papa Bear's perspective is the big thing at the moment because obviously your gym's like gone by the by for the minute, I would imagine, but with everything that's going on. So tell us, is that your big, hairy, audacious goal at the moment? And what does it involve? And what is the end game? Because I'm, I'm guessing you've worked out who you are and what you want to achieve. So share where you're going with all of this. One of the things I realize, and for as a creative person, you would probably get where I'm coming with this, but I find a lot of times one of my biggest opportunities is that I grow past my goals really quickly. So I don't know if that make, makes sense to you in any way, shape or form, but I can explain. So I started out writing a book actually about a year ago, maybe close to a year ago. And I'm finding myself outgrowing it really quickly. Like I'm passionate about it when I'm living it and I'm like getting it all out into the book. And then as soon as I sort of grow past that and that becomes a tool for the past that I use in the past, I don't feel like it anymore. So 
in the moment, one of my big goals is to sum up the foundation of Papa Bear's perspective and put it into a book because I've come to the realization or that just because I've passed it doesn't mean it won't work to get people through the step that I was at. And so I've got a lot on the go. Papa Bear's perspective is just a brand and underneath there we've got different stuff, but we've got, so one of them is a book and that book is based on 10 daily principles. I think it's six core beliefs. And then there's some sort of daily or rules, if you will. And the idea of this book is that if you pick up this book and you read it and you apply it, then you will use these to live your life every day. Kind of like a a map, uh, a roadmap or a GPS, if you will, that once you've read and understood these things and you can integrate them, your life will become effortless. You can find it. You know, you'll still deal with opportunities and challenges, but you'll know how to navigate them. You'll know all this type of stuff. So that's one of the big projects. In the same time, the idea for this, being a coach and working with a lot of coaches, is to actually turn this into a program to to teach coaches to be mm-hmm. to do what I do. So that's sort of the progression of where this sort of idea is going to go. The other thing is that I, my partner is actually funny. So my partner actually runs Mama Bear Moments, which is the same similar thing as I do, but for moms. So. Yeah. Together, we're forming this sort of ultimate sort of structure that we're going to use to take and teach coaches afterwards. Cool. Oh, yeah. And I'll be applied that in and made sense of it. But yeah, no, it's like there's stuff there. We've got the book and, and this is the thing. You're right. It was, yes, you've grown past it, but what you've put in there already helped you get to the stage where you've grown past it. And so there will be other people that maybe haven't got the same drive, feeling, clear internals, and maybe what's contained in the book that you've done so far will help them get to that stage. Don't give up on it. No, I would say there can be two books. It can be the starter and the advanced because because uh, I did that with the goals do come true. It's like, predominantly, I'm a financial advisor and I'm in financial services arena. And I was on the edge of uh, bankruptcy 10 years ago and uh, these were the steps I chose to get myself out of that pickle. And so I I created that book purely and simply for financial advisors. And then it's actually a lot of the stuff in there will lend itself to budding entrepreneurs Mm -hmm. or people that are, you know, three, four, five years into the journey of having their own business. And these are fundamental things that you really ought to be doing. So I'm in the process of rewriting it at the moment to make it more generic i've renamed it it's think simple win big i like the that. new title yeah. it's, it's the new that. title there's, there's a bit of a subplot on that as well think simple win big how to build the business of your dreams with a few simple goals i love it love right. it so that's going to be out in the next month or so and that's a shameless plug on my part really oh, I- <laughs> Absolutely. I love it. I love it. But the thing is how passionate we are about helping people. We put out these products and they are of this such great quality. And there's so much, there's so much time and life experience and reflection that went into it, but we, we have to talk about it. Otherwise they'll never get out there. No yeah. one will have to witness it. Uh, absolutely. Absolutely. Plugs, it's a part of the, it's a part of the game when you're an entrepreneur and, and it's as an entrepreneur, it's always been about 
helping people. It's always about helping people. And we don't do the things we do because we, we want to make, you know, millions of dollars. If we did, we would be doing different things. Absolutely. We would be selling fast food. I make jokes about this all the time. I've always been in the business of helping people. I ran the gym and all this stuff. It would be so much easier here in Ontario to sell beer at Poussin, find it up around the corner to buy it. And so it's, it's just a different thing. We're so focused on, on giving people and simplifying what seems complex to people, like you said. And that's why I love the title because I'm all about, I love to know the mechanism. I want to know like when this is the outcome and we don't like it, what was the, who threw the, the spoke in the wheel that made the bike roll over and then like, how, where did it come from? And so you've got to simplify it because then once it's simplified, you can uh, teach it to people and then you can teach them how to apply it and then you can you know, go from there. So I'm all about simplifying. Yeah. Love it. Love it. So I'm going to ask you for a nugget, a Dan Laporte nugget. You've got as long as you like to think about it. Okay. But it's the thing that everybody needs to know about goal setting. And then what we're going to do is we'll, we'll bring the podcast to a close. So over to you for the nugget. Al, we'll give you the chance to shamelessly plug your stuff too as well after that. But have that in the back of your mind and in the forefront of your mind, we just need Dan Laporte, Papa Bear's nugget. Oh, man. All right. So the, the way I view goal setting is the way I view everything in life. I base my entire life, all my thoughts, all my behaviors on a love versus fear principle or love versus fear concept. And that is that I believe that we are all two parts. We are part soul, part body. And I believe that our soul has been here before and has done this, has done for lifetime after lifetime and knows where to go, when to go, how to do it, all that stuff. And it communicates this to us through intuition, gut feelings. There are two rules. If we are in love, it is our soul. It is our intuition. It is guiding us to our highest good at all times. So if we follow that, we will be successful no matter what. There may be opportunities that come up. There may be choices we have to make. But if we always follow love and our, our intuition, we will always succeed. This is my belief. Should we listen to our ego, on the other hand, which is full of limiting beliefs, that are always going to tell you that you are not safe if you X. Mm. You will constantly stop yourself at every opportunity you get to grow and to improve and to move towards your goals. So to simplify all that, we ask ourselves one question. Do I want to or do I feel like I have to? And if we feel like we have to, that is fear, that is our ego communicating through fear, which we need to respect but we also need to make sure that we are aware of that. And then we need to choose love when it makes the most sense. I like it. So work from love rather than ego. Now I've got quite a big ego. It's tempered <laughs> with love. It's tempered with a lot of love. It's contained by love. <laughs> yeah, That's excellent. So that's Dan Nugget, Papa Bear's perspective on life there. And a perfect time to bring this episode to a close. And Dan, thank you for joining me all the way from across the pond. We'll obviously we're connected on Facebook now, so we'll stay in touch. We'll see what what happens if the algorithms allow us to. That's what it's all about these days. So thank you very much for joining me today and we'll catch up soon. Absolutely. That was a great conversation. I really appreciate it. Thanks for listening. Don't forget to review and subscribe on Apple, Google or Spotify. 
I'd love to hear about your goals. You can share them with me at dougbennett.co.uk. 